0: Oh, MOTHERFUCKER HOLD UP I HOPE Y'ALL WATCHING THIS SHIT oh, MOTHERFUCKER HOLD UP I HOPE Y'ALL WATCHING THIS SHIT First
1: round people real quick people
0: that are in those training rooms with him know how good he Cause he just knocks dudes out real quick in the first round yeah, but now we're gonna get a good I might fuck with this guy He just, to me, he I thought he was a con Threat. artist Threat. Just based off his look edge. Holy shit What the hell just happened? up, motherfuckers welcome to easy money or no, no no excuse me fuck that all up welcome to gsr gonzo sports room wednesday december 1st 2021 uh hope you guys are having a good day we had if you didn't check our uh 11 o'clock show out easy money and sports betting show it's like monday through friday 11 a.m eastern uh, on youtube facebook and twitch uh, if you didn't check that out today uh Jump over on, you can uh, check it out after this show on YouTube, Facebook. It's on Twitch. And, uh, it's also, you can also find both shows, GSR, Gonzo, Sports Room, and Easy Money, a sports betting show podcast form on Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, about anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Uh, check out our social media. Social media is where we share everything about our show. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, we post our daily picks from Easy Money, a sports betting show on there. Uh, any big show announcements, interview announcements, all that stuff goes to social media at Gonzo Sports Room Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, don't forget tonight we got a big show at Big uh, GWR Live Show, six p.m. tonight. Pro wrestler Christian Cash will be joining us. Uh, should be a great conversation. So join us to join us for that tonight at six. Um. What else was there? Oh, check out our merch store, streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzales Sports forward slash merch. Uh, you can see some of our t-shirts behind me. There's beanies on there, hats, hoodies, uh, long sleeve tees. Just dropped a new t-shirt, a new GWR shirt. Uh, go check it out. It's actually our first shirt that has a design on the front and the back. Uh, on the front, it has the, a new GWR design. It's pretty similar to this one, just changed a little bit. And then on the back, it has the Indiana uh, outline of the state of Indiana. And it says uh, the voice of Indiana independent wrestling. Uh, So go go check those out. Get yourself some GWR gear. We'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, There's also a donation uh, page at that same link. If you'd like to donate to the show to help the show grow, we'd appreciate that as well. All right. Uh, We've got some things going on. Major League Baseball. I know it's not baseball season, it's football season right now, but there's some big news going on in the uh, Major League Baseball right now, so we'll talk about it for a, a couple minutes. Uh, tonight, or at midnight, the collective bargaining agreement expires, so it looks pretty imminent that the uh, that Major League Baseball is going to be going on a lockout. Uh, there's not, not even really been many reports that they've even been in, like, uh, talks to get close to a deal. Seems like both sides, the players and the owners, are both still pretty far on, on away from getting a deal. They're both, looks like neither one of them are willing to budge yet. Uh, so it looks like Major League Baseball is going to go on a lockout tonight. Uh, how long will the lockout last? How long is it going to affect the season? Or how will it affect the upcoming season? Is uh, what I have questions for, is it going to make Is it going to shorten the season or are we going to stay on lockout long enough where instead of starting spring training in March like we usually do or April or no March, is it going to start later in the year and then are they going to shorten the season? Uh, Not sure what the holdup is on the lockout. I'm going to do some more research to find that out. But, yeah, as of midnight tonight, Major League Baseball, unless something was to happen here in the next few hours, but from all reports I've heard they're not even talking right now. So it's pretty, pretty much, pretty much going to be that the uh, baseball is going to be on lockout tonight, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how that affects the upcoming season. Uh, I'll dig into the, I'll dig into it a little more, and have uh, some more information on it for tomorrow's show. Uh, also, some other big news: LeBron James is in uh, health and safety protocols, so he's going to be out for the Lakers. Uh, Lakers won last, won their last game without him, first game without him, but. Lakers usually struggle with that. Um, Anthony Davis is going to have to, and West, Russell Westbrook's going to have to stand, uh, step up. Uh, not sure how long LeBron James will be out. Uh, I know Anthony Davis said that he talked to LeBron. LeBron said he felt good, that he was asymptomatic. Uh, but I'm not sure what the exact NBA rules are on on that, on how long he'd have to stay out. I would say probably at least 10 days. So he's probably going he's going to miss a few games. But then, how long after that is it? Or are they going to wait to bring him back in because he's going to, have to get back in game shape? I mean, it don't take long to lose your to get out of game shape. Uh, it's hard to get in game shape, but it's easy to get out of game shape. I mean, you have a few days. You have ten days where you're you have COVID and you can't work out. And you're just I mean, all you do all you can really do is sit around, lay around. Not a whole lot you can do. Uh, that you're going when you first come back. You're going to feel that because you lost some of your conditioning. I mean, it's easy, it's hard. It's a lot harder to get in con- good condition than it is to lose it. Uh, so it's going to be interesting how LeBron comes back uh, from this. Are they going to ease them back in, or are they just going to go full force with them? Uh, I mean, if you if you come in and you start playing him forty minutes right off the bat after sitting out for the for uh, COVID is it going to pop a hamstring or you know what i mean is it going to cause another injury that's something you have to worry about as well especially if for an older player that's going to be sitting out are you going to have to ease him ease him back in more because because of that because you i would think and don't get me wrong lebron's in great he's in great shape and all that but he's had the last couple of years he's had he's fine he's had some injuries where he hadn't in his whole career i mean that happens when you get older it's harder to recover from injuries too and sitting around not being able to do nothing is one of the worst things for an athlete that's a little older in age because fuck you your know, your body tightens up you just when you're older if you're not if you if you can't do all stay in your routine it's it, it's going to affect you uh, so that's we'll see what happens there with LeBron James but uh as soon, soon as we find out more information we'll We'll get that out to you guys as well. Uh, also, the college football uh, playoff rankings came out last night, and they have Notre Dame at number six. Uh, even though Brian Kelly left to go to LSU, uh, I guess they're not real. They won't. They're not. Real, they won't hold that against them much. I guess they said it could factor in. But I don't see Notre Dame getting in anyway. Even if Notre Dame wins this, wins their next game, they have no conference championship game. If Cincinnati beats Houston, I, there's no way you can put since right now Cincinnati's at four. And if Cincinnati beats Houston, there's no way, even if Notre Dame wins, that you can jump Notre Dame over over Cincinnati. I, it'd be fucking bullshit if they do that. Uh, if Alabama loses. I still think is probably going to get in, unless they get blown out. If they get blown out, I don't think they'll be in. But say they lose a like real close game, like on the last, uh, last second field goal or something, to the best to who to the team that everybody thinks is the best team in the country. I don't see them dropping out of the top four. Now, if they get blown out, lose by 10, 15 points, then I see it maybe. Uh, but right now, I don't, I don't. I don't see Alabama dropping out. Only way I see Alabama dropping out of the top four is if they get blown out. But if they, if it's a competitive game, I don't see I don't see them dropping out of the top four. I mean, say they lose on the last second field goal. How can how how can you penalize them that much by dropping them out when you consider Georgia the, the best overall team there is, and they barely and you barely lose if you, and if you barely lose to them. I don't see how you leapfrog a Notre Dame or one of these other teams into it. You can maybe move Cincinnati up to up to three and Alabama to four, but I don't I don't think I can see Alabama even with two losses getting in if this is a, if it's a close game. And I know people aren't are going to like it; if they have two losses and they get in, but I mean that's how it's going. That's how it's going to work because for one. Alabama's a big name, and it's gonna make it's gonna make everybody more money if Alabama's in there, other than one of these other teams that are right at five or six. Uh, I mean, that's just that's just that's just plain and simple facts. It's all about everything. All these sports is all about money, and you know the NCAA and all these and all the TV networks. They want Alabama in that top four because they they draw a big audience. Uh, so I even if Alabama loses unless if they don't get blown out I don't see the top four changing uh only thing that might change is they might move uh Cincinnati up to three and move Alabama back to four and that would set up a rematch between uh, Alabama and Georgia uh, I could see maybe that happening but I don't I don't see Alabama dropping out of the, out of the top four I, I think the top four is gonna stay how they are unless. As long as, as long as they win their games, now if Michigan goes out there and loses to Iowa, then they're definitely going to be dropping. Uh, Cincinnati has to beat Houston. I mean, Houston ain't no slouch. I mean, a lot of people are, and even me saying, "Oh, these four will probably stay the same." Well, we better slow down a little bit because uh, Iowa can beat Michigan. Iowa don't have a great offense, but they have a they have a good defense and an opportunistic defense. That can take that takes uh, that can cause a lot of turnovers. They get a lot of turnovers, and that's how Iowa wins games. I can see I can see a game where Iowa beats Michigan. Now, if that happens, yeah, Michigan's probably going to drop. But then, what happens if Cincinnati loses to Houston, which could happen? I I think Cincinnati's going to beat them, but Houston's not a bad team at all. Houston's capable. I mean, they're a capable team, or they're a, a real capable opponent. Cincinnati don't go in there focused and ready to play, they they could get beat. Uh, so I mean, there's all kinds of things that could happen where people could maybe get in that aren't in. But if the if if Cincinnati wins, and Alabama wins, Michigan wins, it's all going to stay. They're all going to be the top four. Now, if Alabama is to lose a close game, I still think they're going to be in the top four. I think if the other all the other teams win. I just, who are you gonna leapfrog in front of? Notre Dame that don't have a top twenty-five win. So I mean, it, I just don't know who they would leapfrog in front of. That makes that would make a whole lot of sense. All right, let's move. Uh, let's move over to the NFL for a few. Let's talk some NFL football. Uh, right now. I've seen uh, well I've, I've been seeing a lot on social media, a lot on TV and everything. Everybody's talking about the Patriots and Mac Jones. And uh or the or the Patriots a uh, real contender in the AFC. Uh yes, they're a real contender in the AFC. I mean how many more, how, how many more, how many more games do you have to watch them uh play their style and and dominate some games before before you think that they're for real? They're definitely for real. And Mac Mac, people say, oh, Mac, yeah, he's not flashy. He's not flashy at all, but he he does his job. He he don't turn the ball over. He he makes plays when he needs to. He he does his job. He don't try to do too much. Uh, I'm telling you, and I'm not saying Mac Jones, before I say this, I'm going to say, I'm not saying Mac Jones is Tom Brady, okay? But look at these teams. Look at the team when Tom Brady took over in New England, and they end up they went to the super and they went to the Super Bowl and won. Tom Brady had thrown through like one touchdown past that whole playoffs. It was won by your rookie quarterback, not making mistakes, not not turning the ball over, a solid run game, a great defense, controlling controlling the ball, controlling the time, and then take and then. Taking advantage of a few of a few big plays, that that was the recipe, and it's the same thing they're doing this year. Got a good run game, good defense, a rookie quarterback that's not flashy, but plays the but plays the game at a high level, and and don't and doesn't doesn't make the mistake of mistakes and turning the ball over, and they talk that and he's. And they still haven't gave, they still haven't gave the whole offense to Joe Midget. They're still adding stuff in there, but they say he just he's like a sponge and he's smarter than hell. But, but you can see, I mean, you can see him go through his progressions. He'll take the check down if he needs to. He don't force the ball and make a lot of turnovers. New England, New England, uh, right to me right now are playing about the best in the AFC. Yeah, the Chiefs are starting to turn it around. The Colts were looking good. the look good. That game against Tampa, except for the damn turnovers and some of the stupid ass coaching decisions. Let's not run the ball one time in the fucking second half until there's nine minutes left in the fucking game. And then we decided to give Taylor the ball. He had eight carries in the first half and didn't have one carry in the third quarter. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Frank Reich was thinking on Sunday. We dominated that game. If you take, but we we gave them the game because of fucking turnovers. And it fuck, it, it was it sucked to watch because, I mean you could, uh, we had to, we should have won that game, and then you watch Tennessee get blown out, Colts would have been sitting in a in pretty good, a nice nice position, but hey, it, ha- it happens. Ooh, see, there there's people and and when I say people, people that uh are, that are in the know, okay, and or do a lot of the sports gambling and are deal with the NFL a lot. I mean, know know the bit, know what's going on most of the time, and they're saying that, that they expect the committee's uh, final four for college football playoff is going to be Georgia at one, Alabama at two with the win. Michigan at three with the win, and o- Oklahoma State at four with the win. He has uh, at five. He would have Alabama if they lose a very close game, and then at six, Cincinnati with the win. Notre Dame is at eighth. So there's still people that think that even if Cincinnati wins, that they're not going to get in in the top four, even though they're fourth right now. Huh. I mean, it, it could happen. I I think it'd be kind of bullshit to me if Cincinnati goes undefeated and you put somebody ahead of them. I just I don't understand it. I mean, but but they're gonna go. They're gonna say strength of schedule and that and that stuff, which I understand to an extent. But you're never these other schools are never going to ever or be able to compete until you give them a shot in there Just give them a shot see what they do but then that's going to help if a, if recruits see a team like Cincinnati getting the getting to the college playoffs the top four playoffs recruits are going to be or not going to hesitate as much to go to a Cincinnati or to a school to a little bit of a, a to a school like that that's not in the power five conference because they'll know oh we we, we still we still have a chance to make it right now everybody feels like they don't have a chance but once you get that first team from a non-power five conference to break, break through into the top four it, it'll change that and I think it'll even change recruiting some because some of these recruits won't hesitate as much to go some of these to some of these uh, non-power five uh, schools uh if Cincinnati wins, I think they should be in. Uh, if I'm, a, I probably won't watch the college football playoffs. If Cincinnati wins and they don't get in somehow, uh, it just don't make no sense. Um, since I mean, fuck, Cincinnati could, could go in there and win a game. Is that what they're scared? Of? Are they scared? Are they, is that what they're scared of? Is that, I wonder if that's why they don't put, put want to put a non-power five team in the uh, top four. They're afraid Cincinnati's gonna go in there and win the whole damn thing, and then it'll just prove that their their rating system is pretty much bullshit. Or, I mean, why why are they so hesitant, and why do so many people still think, even though they got a mat four now, but in the final one, even with the win, they're gonna be five or six? Is it because the NCAA is scared that Cincinnati might win? To me, oh, that'd be if Cincinnati was to get in and somehow win, that'd be great for college football. A smaller a a, a school out to outside the Power Five one, that's going to help. That's going to help all these other schools that aren't in that Power Five. Recruiting wise, because they're going to think they have a chance. We have a chance to get to the to the playoffs. We have a chance to win. Look what Cincinnati done. So I, man, if they don't if they don't make it, that's pretty. All right, some NBA news. The NBA will make Chicago. This is coming from uh, Woj Adrian Wojnowski, ESPN sources. The NBA will make Chicago and Miami forfeit their next available second round draft pick over findings in probe into early contact. And summer free agency uh, probe was uh, centered on Lonzo Ball and uh, Kyle Lowry signing trades. So Miami and Chicago were going to lose their a second round pick because they had early contact with Ball and, and uh, Lowry on the tr- when they made that trade signing trade. So they had, losing the second round pick. what else? There's a couple other things. See if there's a couple other things Kind of just checking to see any big other big uh any other breaking news that came out or anything. Don't look like there's any, been any other big news. Colts played the Texans this week. Uh it's gonna be a good week of football and you got especially college football. You got some uh, big games this week uh, with the conference championships. I mean you got Cincinnati and Houston's gonna be a good game. Michigan and I was a big game. Uh you've had and college and college football's been on fire this week. They've had all kinds of I mean they've been in the headlines all week because you had uh Lincoln Riley move from Oklahoma to USC, surprised the hell out of me. The number one recruit that was going to go to Oklahoma, he's he's a transfer he's already transferred over to uh over to USC quarterback. And then uh, you have, then you have Brian Kelly leave Notre Dame. You've never, had, I mean, no, people don't leave Notre Dame usually on their own. Like, do you leave Notre Dame because they get rid of you. Uh, he's been there for what fifteen years or something. He he leaves. He's going to LSU. Uh, I think I think he's going to LSU because he thinks he has a better chance of winning the national championship. That's what he's wanting to do. He's already proved he's a hell of a coach. Uh, and I think I think he's right. You go to LSU. It's going to help you recruiting wise. Uh, don't, I mean, yeah, I think, he, I think he'll have, you give him a couple seasons, I think he'll, he'll have LSU back up there in the top, uh, right around the top four in the country. Uh, I think Kelly's a hell of a coach. Uh, it surprised the hell of me they left Notre Dame. I'm not a Notre Dame fan. I'm a big IU fan in everything. IU football sucked this year. IU basketball lost the game in overtime last, double overtime last night we should have won. Uh so, but I was just surprised because, I mean, Notre Dame is, there's a lot of history. It's one of the most historic programs in college football. It's one of the top coaching jobs in college football. Uh, and you just don't see uh, guys just walk away like that to go to, to go to another, for a different opportunity. Uh, I mean, usually like being the coach of Notre Dame is a, is a lot of at the top of a lot of coaches list. All right. Before we get out of here, I got uh, I got a few things I want to talk about. Uh, first of all, this Sunday we will be live at eight PM Eastern with a live uh, live watch along for uh, NXT War Games. Uh, got a couple guests already lined up that are, uh, are going to be in here. Uh, working on maybe a couple more. So uh, make sure you join us for that Sunday night should be a great time. Uh, I'll be putting a, out a graphic about that here in here in a little while, but yeah, Sunday we'll be live. Uh, we'll probably be live around 745, 745, eight ish. uh, pay-per-view. The war game start at eight. Like I said, got a couple guests already lined up that are going to be here working on, uh, maybe a couple more. So come join us for that. That's, uh, this Sunday. Uh, we also are probably going to be be doing a live watch along on Saturday for the UFC. I will let you guys know more information about that as well this evening. I got to get with the guys and make sure that they're available. But then next Saturday, let's go pack the house in Fortville at WTF Wrestling, Wrestling Theology Fellowship uh, Blizzard Brawl. Uh, going to be a great show. Uh, we're going to be there. Come join us. Uh, we, we want to see we want to see a packed house. Want to meet a lot of new people, uh. So come come see us there in Fortville this uh on the 11th. Uh, bell times five o'clock. Tickets are 15 bucks. Uh, we'd love to see you guys come come to the show. Come up, tell us hi, talk to us. Uh, let's let's have some fun watching some wrestling, and then on the 12th, the next day on Sunday. Let's go pack the house in Bloomington for uh, MPG uh, Wrestling. They have their uh, Christmas Clash. Uh, going to be a good show featuring uh, James Storm. Also, also G, uh, GWR, GSR. We're going to be there be there with live coverage. Uh, so you can also check out our coverage of it on uh, YouTube and Twitch. Uh, we'll be live probably about, I would say, I'll get the information out there right uh, when we will be live. The show starts at 5, so we'll be live, I would say, around 4.45, 4.30. Uh, but I'll let you know more information about that. Then the next weekend, December Saturday, December 18th, we are going to be in Lafayette, Indiana, for BMFX season beatings. Uh, it's going to be a great great card. Uh, come join! We're, we're going to be there. We'll have live coverage, doing live commentary, blow-by-blow. Have live coverage of the event. Check on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, Dex Royal is going to be there. The highlight reel. Uh, J.K.O. Joey Owens. Uh, Dex Royal. Uh, I mean, there's Vinny Vichetti. There's going to be a lot of people there. Great card. Come join us for that. Jordan James is going to be there as well. Come join us for that. Let's pack the house there. Uh, like I said, if you can't make it to Lafayette, check out our live coverage on uh, YouTube and Twitch uh please hit that subscribe button on the on our YouTube channel on uh, hit the like and uh, follow buttons on Facebook and twitch uh rate and review our podcast uh and all that all that good stuff we'd really appreciate it. all right don't forget we're live Monday through Friday 11 a.m Eastern with easy money a sports betting show we're giving out we're giving out winners uh, so come join us actually before we get out of here I'll give you guys the picks I gave out today on easy money I like uh, the nuggets magic game under 208. I like the Pacers and Hawks over 218. I like the Timberwolves money line. Uh, Celtics and 76ers over 206 and a half. Uh, The Charlotte Hornets plus nine. The Houston Rockets money line. And then in college football, I like uh, Michigan State money line. And I like uh, Virginia Tech and Maryland under 131 and a half. That's the picks I gave out today on Easy Money. Uh, but we will have those picks up on our social media accounts here in just a few minutes. Uh, Follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all, in Gonzo Sports, all at, at Gonzo Sports Room. That's where we post all the information about all of our shows. Uh, Check us out on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Also, don't forget, we will be live this evening, 6 o'clock p.m. with pro wrestler Christian Cash with a special edition of GWR GWR Live. Uh, Come join us for it. It's going to be a great conversation. Don't miss it. Uh, We will see you guys, hopefully, at 6 o'clock tonight for that. If not, we'll see you Thursday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern, with Easy Money, a sports betting show, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Hope everybody's having a great week. Be safe. We'll We'll see you this evening. Peace.